Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. We would like to acknowledge the Turrbal and Yagara peoples as the traditional owners of these lands where we stand, recognizing that these have always been places of meeting and sharing. I'd also like to pay my respects to their elders past, present and emerging. Hello everyone and welcome back to General Queries, a podcast about the Brisbane queer scene. We are currently in the month of February where we are doing our Ace and Arrow specials. I'm your host <laughs> Talia. Um, we're still not joined in the studio uh, with our lovely host Megan. Um, they are still off without us. It's sad. Um, we still have a panel uh, who have been put together to help us discuss um, discuss the issues on the table uh on the table today uh we'll just be talking about um a lot of aromantic things because it's important to acknowledge all of that um if you need introductions to everyone on the panel go back to episode one uh where we did a little bit of an introduction for everyone so how are we all guys oh yeah good Good. (laughs) all's fine in this town how are you, Talia? Yeah, how are you? I'm doing amazing now that I've seen all your beautiful faces. Aww. Thank you for being in the studio with me today to help talk to me about just some of my favorite topics of conversation, actually. I yeah, love talking totally. about these things. Um, so today we're going to be talking um, a lot about just a romanticism uh, in general, because I think it's something that people kind of skip over. Um, I also think it's used a lot as a sub-identity and Mm. it's not. Like, I think we talked a lot in the last episode about how, like, under the Sam people will, a lot of ace people will identify their romantic orientations um, on top of their sexual orientation. So you get, like, different layers. Um, But it's, I think, important to note that um, aromanticism as an identifier is breaking out um breaking out i guess is the word um into like its own singular self-sufficient identity yeah um so i think it's important to talk a lot about like what um romantic orientations mean for a lot of people and what specifically aromanticism means for um ace people and non-ace people i think what i actually want to do is talk about because we did cover a little bit in the last episode um but it's important to recognize that um i think again we did say it last week as well but um like aromantics or arrows um can be asexual but they can also be allosexual um and you also find that um there are people who are just not so much refusing to identify but they put more preference and put more um, importance on their romantic orientations. How would you define 
romance and aromanticism, Talia? How would I? How would you? As in my personal experience or how I would define it broadly? Pick one. Pick one. Right, okay, cool. Um, I think, well, for me, the way I experience, because I'm not a 100% completely arrow person, so I think um, aromanticism for me is a blurring of the meanings behind actions because I think romance is such a societal construct it's very much based on culture um so for me it's it's not so much about the actions as it is about the intention behind the action and whether or not people feel comfortable with those intentions I think when we talk about sexuality it's a very definitive like this is what it is because it's it's something um arguably innate um but here we're talking about things that are very up in the air. Nebulous. Nebulous. Yeah. Um, so Romance is a nebulous thing. And for those of us who are aromantic or anywhere on the aromantic spectrum, yeah. it's really nebulous and a uh, little foggy for us to know what the hell everyone's talking about. Mm. More people join in. <laughs> this is a discussion panel. Sorry. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm thinking because it's you're so right. Like um, the, the, the weirdest thing about being I'm, I'm a person who's very set and sure about my aromanticism is like one of the one parts of my identity. That I'm like, yep, mm. that's definitely it. <laughs> Whereas other stuff I'm like, oh, maybe, I don't know. Um, but Mood. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, but knowing that like, yep, I'm definitely set in this, but I don't know what that means, but I know it's true. It's really, it's a really odd feeling. Um, and I think I'm very lucky with the people I've been in relationships with. Mm. I've also have been on like the same page with me. We like meet each other on the same sort of level, like energy wise and expectation wise as well. So it hasn't been a huge issue, but I know that that can be an issue when you're um, an aromantic person trying to find a relationship yeah. dynamic that works for you. Yeah. And you talked a little bit in the last episode about um, like queer platonic relationships yeah. as well, which are like, they're not exclusively for arrow people, but you find a lot of arrow people get into them because it's the kind of closest yeah, air quotations closest you can get um, to what is considered like a normal normative relationship. Yeah. Um, it's, it still has its issues. People still kind of see it as a weird thing it's not it's just a different kind of relationship that's something that bothers me is people think that like queer platonic they're like why would you give give something a name that already exists it's called being in a relationship but it's it's for people era it's very different Mm. to be in something like that versus a like typical romantic relationship Mm. it's just yeah. Yeah. And then you get people who go the other way and they're like, oh, it's just a friendship. It's just a close friendship. Uh, and you're like, no, no. It's, you wouldn't, you wouldn't move halfway across the country for like a friend. Yeah. But you would do it for a relationship. You wouldn't plan your life in like 10, 20, 50 years with yeah. someone who's just a friend. Maybe you might. I mean, it depends on the person, I suppose. But it's, it's the, the reason that the time was invented was to give like, something more I guess uh, I don't know what I'm trying to say like definitive yeah or um specific to a different kind of relationship that does exist it's like yeah. an animal if you give it a name then you have to keep it <laughs> yeah I love that yeah totally that was beautiful 
it yeah. makes it, it makes it more tangible, I guess. Also, yeah. words have power when you're able to define something mm. and give it a name that automatically turns it from a nebulous concept no one understands to something that you can understand and yeah. that can happen and can be a thing. The yeah. thing it's got a definition. It's yes. And yes. it's it's important that you somehow find a way to um identify gray space. Deeply. Yeah, because like if you don't have the language for that gray space, then you're kind of lost. And I think if if you've never felt lost, it's really difficult to kind of explain mm. what being in gray space is like. But it's important you let the that winds you, of drear carry you home <laughs> yeah. into the fall. You just kind of go wherever and you're like, I don't know what's happening, but it's pretty cool. Um, um I would like to ask the romantics in the room. Um to yep. Okay. Hi. Hi. Yes, you balance. exist. We you love exist. you. We love you. Um, in I, a platonic way. <laughs> um, I would like to give you both a chance to try and define uh, romance and define where define where you sit um, in kind of those spaces. Space. Challenge accepted. <laughs> well, to be fair, I'm not sure where I sit. On the romantic scale, to be completely honest. You wherever. Uh, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, so I'm probably not the best person to. I'm probably somewhere sitting in the middle because I kind of, like in my head, when I think about a romantic relationship, I'm like, yeah, that's cool. But also I've never really even really attempted to go and get one. Yeah. Mm. So it's kind of like, I'm like, it'd be cool. But also I think of it more as like... <laughs> A friend sleepover, so yeah. <laughs> it's a sleepover that just never ends, right, guys. That's kind of like, so like I'm like conceptually, that's cool, but I've I'm I'm never really really gone and tried to get one because it mm. doesn't really bother me that I'm single. So I honestly yeah. don't know where I sit. Yes. Yeah, so so I um, I think I'm probably <laughs> the most the only proper <laughs> like I'm probably like the only non arrow person here. Pro Romo. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's funny because even though I am a romantic person, I think like I find it difficult to define what romance is. I think it's more everyone defines it personally based on what they want out of a romantic yeah. relationship. Like for me, I've only been in one romantic relationship and, you know, the idea of that being romantic was sitting down and talking about what we wanted in the future, what sort of life we were going to have. That for me yeah. is what was the romantic part about the relationship, I guess. I mean, the stability. Was, yeah. Like that was the best I could get considering it was a long distance relationship and we couldn't actually go on dates. But the idea of going on dates and doing this stuff with her, that to me was the romantic part of the relationship. Mm. Um, but I think everyone defines it differently based on what they want out of something because, you know, romanticism is such a big spectrum. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, um, like when you just start dating, like, especially like we're talking very specific Western society, kind of that idea, um, that, that context, there's very heavy, structures around what romance is especially like yeah when when you're just starting to date like it's like um you must do x y and z things on on the first date to be considered romantic the first date must include a b and c and then there's like all these different rules as to what constitutes romance 
and, and dating. And yes, but it's only, it seems that uh, only after you have done A, B and C do you unlock what actual romance is with that person now that you've gone through the motions. Or at least that's how it seems to me, yeah. sitting on the outside. Yeah. That's, that's where I sit it. too. It's like, you like, like, yeah, sorry. Literally no offense to anyone if uh, that's just how it seems that it seems like uh, dating is just going through the steps to unlock the romance. Yeah, you've like got to you, you must do... be like level five rumor <laughs> to, to unlock a smoochin. Yeah, yes. that's, that's I'm like what? I'm gonna use it now. The Zelda, the Zelda um, yeah. chest thing <laughs> plays <laughs> in the background <laughs> as they drop you, you home. <laughs> they get to the door that plays. You kiss. You leave. Um, I just realized that's like the bases system. Like you know, first base is a smooch, oh yeah, and then, <laughs> and then the last one is you know. Home run. Home run. <laughs> yeah. Congrats, guys. We Should I play the Zelda theme again? <laughs> yeah, do it. But yeah, I think like when you're talking to Aromantic, like, I don't know, I personally have been on a lot of like, I call them fake dates because <laughs> like we will go out, we'll do like traditionally date like things, like we'll go for a movie and then we'll go for lunch or whatever, but there's no, or dinner. Oh, I owe you a fake date. Yeah, I? you do owe me a <laughs> date. Uh, <laughs> um, but there's but there's nothing romantic behind it. Like to me, oh, <laughs> I love you. When I was so sitting much. at home, Marin just blew Talia a little smudge. A little and smudge. A I mean, smudge. Yeah, no, you know, kiss. Can we trademark that? That's smonch. what they're called, right? Smudge to you. New badge. On fake dates, I've always called them uh, squish dates. So, mm. oh, like, squishes. Or I've ended up in accidental dates where I've gone. <laughs> oh, yeah. and I've ended up in Those a lot are of fun. them. Um, yeah. like, you end up in so many. I end up in so many of them because I'll, I'll go. I'll go. I'll be like, we're we're just going to go out and see a show, or we're just going to go out and see a movie, and then by the end of. Uh, you know, we're, we're having coffee or whatever. And then they'll look at me and they'll kind of, again, if, I'm not quite sure if romantic people see it objectively, but you can kind of tell like they're doing like the, the eye fluttery thing. The eye and, thing. Yeah, eye. the eye the, thing. They want a smunch look. Yeah, the, the bedroom eyes. <laughs> yeah. like, I know you like me. This is why we're on yeah, the date it's Yeah, it's like a bedroom eyes light edition. Uh, yeah, it's like a, <laughs> we're on a date, aren't we? Sort yeah. of eye thing. And you, yeah. you get, you know, you're halfway through your cup of tea and you're like, I have to leave immediately now. You are imagining our future and what our children would look like. I am leaving. Um, which is not what I'm in for. That's surprisingly also happened to me a lot, but it's also like I will be hanging out with like a mate or someone I've never really hung out with solo. Um, and will I go see a movie or something and then I'm sitting in the cinema and I'm like, wait, is this a, I mean, this is a date? Did I accidentally go on a date? Yeah. <laughs> yes. And then I have no idea. Fun. And then I just don't bring it up. And I'm like, all right, see you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We are never mentioning this again. Yeah. Uh, the fun thing is, uh, when you, um, when you're hanging out with your friend and you've been hanging out for a while and they just turn to you and say, so my mom thinks we're dating. So, um, that was hilarious. Um, so I just need to clarify. <laughs> um, Beck and I uh, have been asked by several people if we are dating. Um, and oh, it was we we did a show together. Um, and it was the first show I'd ever written. Um, and the tech rehearsal had gone terribly. And Beck was my stage manager. And I, I walked up to the SM desk because 
stage manager and I, I, I grabbed her hands and across the desk uh, <laughs> I go back. I love you and I'm so sorry for putting you through all of this and I thank you for supporting me on my journey and please continue to be my friend. I love you. Please continue to be in my life. I just love you so much. Oh my gosh. And I, I, I leave to go and attend to my actors and uh, the production manager who's a lovely, lovely person <laughs> called Kayla um, turns to Beck and goes, also, how long have you two been together? Oh <laughs> I, it was a very awkward, um, <coughs> we're not. Yeah, nah. We're not. I feel um, like the best way to get out of a date, just like freeballing it right now, would be take them to like, like a, um, you know, the paint. The oh, paint, paintball. Paintball? <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's like the Savage. best way. You're like, oh shit, are we on a date? Fuck, I'm going to go shoot them with some paint. <laughs> like, I feel like that would be like the best way. Like, die, die. <laughs> please take my ideas and run with them. But I feel like that would be the best way. Just that. like shoot someone in, the, you know, the leg a couple of times. Like, fuck no. <laughs> Just yeah. shoot the robo out of yeah, them. Yeah, I feel like that would be like the most like, this is not a date. This is not a date. It's funny because I'm pretty Your sure. Your liver's bruised now. It's not a date. <laughs> I'm, I'm half convinced at this point my mum can pretty much thinks that Talia and I are dating because we've been Talia and I have been good friends now for yeah, nine, nine years. years. Oof. Um, if your family doesn't think you're gay, is it really? Is it point? really a good friendship? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So like because I'm always like, oh yeah, I'm gonna hang out with Talia and you know Talia and I are going on a road trip mm. sort of thing. And I'm pretty like half convinced Mum thinks that Talia and I are dating, even though she won't say anything. It's just that look she gives me. Yeah. She's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh Talia. Mm-hmm. Oh Talia. It's <laughs> like she's like going to hang out with Talia. I'm like, yeah. She's like, uh huh. I've been asked by several people if I'm dating several of my friends and I'm like, you're you're wrong on so many levels. I feel like that's a that's a big error mood, honestly. Like all it is is just like people mistaking your what you feel like are friendship actions as like, oh, you guys (laughs) so happy. (laughs) No, we're just like we're best friends forever and I love them so much, but no, ew. For me personally, uh, my uh, friend that I hang out with all the time now, uh, she's great and I love her to bits. Uh, what we'll do is like uh, we're really cuddly uh, and uh, we'll, mm. we'll hold hands as we walk around and it's just like uh, it's like pretty much platonic, but everyone just kind of looks at us. I, I have huge issues with the way that um, society treats relationships as like a pinnacle mm. and, you know, they have to gate off certain aspects of what people actually need um behind uh, you must be this with this person like some people are incredibly touch starved and that's uh, definitely a societal issue like people don't have to be in a romantic relationship you know humans are actually to be cuddly yeah humans are actually like wired to enjoy physical contact We're and to hold tactile. people yeah we're very social creatures yes um, um yeah and the fact that we've had to gate that off behind experience is ridiculous it is a biological thing like you'll see it a lot with a lot of um animals like especially monkeys mm. um because okay humans are monkeys let's just be real about that uh we're not going to lie against science here <laughs> on general queries um <laughs> but uh we here on general queries support science continue <laughs> yes Uh, that is how, um, a lot of, uh, prime apes, uh, and apes, uh, show affection to each other, uh, Mm. social grooming, um, and, uh, and basically all sorts of really tactile things. So that would be why a lot of people, uh, would like having their hair being played with. That's Mm. why a lot of people would be really affectionate. And it's just sad that the, uh, the idea that you have to shut yourself off from, um, touch, uh, unless you fulfill A, B, C, X, Y, Z, um, square peg, square hole uh, is just a very 
strange thing. Yeah, and I feel like, like it, for me, it it comes across as like you get a lot of people who just sometimes need to have their hand held. It's not a romantic thing. Sometimes oh, yeah. they just some need the comfort. Some people just need a hug. Yeah, some people just Mood. need the comfort, and it it comes into a lot of like societal issues. Like you get um, men who genuinely just can't talk about their feelings because they feel like they can't because society has told them that like you get a lot of people cutting themselves off emotionally because they've been told to cut themselves off physically from people yeah and a part of i think feeds into each other yeah they, they all kind of bleed all the issues bleed into each other but i think like part of aromanticism at least in my experience is like there's a blurring of what those boundaries are. Like, totally, yeah. yeah, you're just like, I think this is romantic, but also. I'm not feeling it. I'm, so I'm, I'm going to make it up. Yeah. I'm yeah. not feeling it. Therefore it can't be romantic. Therefore we just going to hold hands now. That's, that's like something. Cause I'm polyamorous as well. Um, and I can't imagine what it would be like. And I don't know if anyone has some experience and they want to jump in on this, but being monogamous and also aromantic and like, seeking partnership in that way like mm. like what would that look like because um aromanticism is so like like you said talia just like blurring those lines and like what would count as cheating like would like cuddling count as cheating would like even like kissing would that count as cheating like that sort of stuff it's so tricky and like um i guess like ha- having that aero part of your um relationship or your identity is another another thing that's got to be further talked about with people. Like it's not, yeah. it's not like how the rest of society is just like, yep, this is what relationships, blah, blah, blah. And it's just assumed like, it's just more stuff you have to talk about, yeah. which is, it's cool. I like, I'm a big fan of communication and um, transparency in relationships, but it's also can be, it's tiring. It can be We missed exhausting. orientation day. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> That, yeah. one, that one's on a t-shirt. <laughs> Love that. Free range ace. It is definitely going on a t-shirt. Thank you. Um, Sorry, all, all the genders have sold out. All the genders <laughs> have sold out. You you are genderless now. Thank God. Um, yeah, I, I feel like I, I don't think I've ever met um, an arrow monogamous person, but I also think that my experience of arrow people has been quite limited because a lot of the arrow people I've met have also been ace. Yeah. So there's a very um small pool on which yeah, to draw. Um and, and as I'm saying, like there's there's a small push, um, as I have said, there's a small push in the community um for aromanticism to be considered its own complete, if you will, separate identity. Yeah. Um I'd be down with that. Me also, thanks. <laughs> yeah, because you have, I think it, it comes from um, a a push um, to move away from sort of the stigmas of asexuality. Totally. Um, and the way the Sam has kind of split everyone off and even the way that the Sam has split um, arrow aces from the ace community because you still get a lot of romantic aces who say, Oh, like I'm asexual, but I'm still a normal person mm-hmm. because I feel romantic or I feel romantic attraction. You're like, yeah, okay, that's that's <laughs> you, incredibly dehumanizing. Yeah, if you don't Bus feel romantic, throwing. Yeah, <laughs> if you don't feel romantic attraction, doesn't mean you're like you're not like, a robot. Yeah, it doesn't mean you're just like void of emotion. You can still feel deeply for people. Yeah. It's just like not in a romantic way. You still feel love. You're just not in love. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I feel like. 
I think I, as an arrow person, have said I love you to more people than the average 100%. romantic person. Yeah, says. like seventeen I to times a day to one person. <laughs> um, I, I say to like... people who hand me change. Yeah. <laughs> I know your embarrassment to take outside. <laughs> but I feel like I feel like um that split between um like aromantics and asexuals is it would only happen in like the A group. Mm. Like you wouldn't see that in like lesbians, for example. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like you wouldn't go, oh, we've got the homosexuals and the homoromantics and they're different. Like it's yeah. really mm. interesting that it only happens in this particular group. Yeah. I, I like I'm very confident in identifying as a homoromantic asexual. Mm. And yet there are still like a lot of time. <laughs> gay, sorry. <Yeah>. <laughs> I am very much gay. Um, but like you are wearing a rainbow belt at this moment. Yes, we know. Um, so like, and yet some people still get surprised when I say something, you know, that could just be considered romantic or something like that. They're like, but you're ace. I'm like, yes, but I am homo romantic. So I'm not arrow. Mm. You're like, gay. Yeah. <laughs> but people still f- seem surprised like when I say something romantic being like but you're ace and like they're not the same thing yeah, yeah. and people confuse well, that a lot my mum who not part of the community <laughs> <laughs> hi mum yeah hi mum um she's not listening to this it's fine um <laughs> um she when I made I made a joke about dating a girl because I came out to her as ace like I don't know why I looked at I her. Like just <laughs> yeah, I came out like five minutes ago, guys. Uh, no, on I the came dot. out like, yeah, exactly. Mm, 11.03. Um, <laughs> I came out to her maybe like four years ago, maybe three years ago. It was, a, it was a number of years ago. And I made a joke like last year about dating a girl. She's like, I thought you were asexual. I was like, I am, but I dated a girl. <laughs> she was just like, what? Like, <laughs> I, I think that um, we wouldn't really have split um sexuality and mm. romanticism if it wasn't for the a like yeah i think that like the a just in general asexuals and aromantics have really um helped put the i don't want to say boundaries but helped boundaries. To, boundaries, <laughs> the boundaries we'll um, help to give people words that they didn't have before yeah totally in other in other orientations as well like it's they're mainly seen as like an ace thing or an arrow thing yeah. but they do apply to like anyone from any orientation sorry Simone, i'm just staring at you no i love she's it like, i love this eye contact like, yeah, i feel great. valid thank you in this chilies also <laughs> also there is nothing wrong with using multiple labels mm-hmm. i have yeah. talked to people who feel like uh but you don't need a label you should just be who you are Ooh. And if, and as fine as that is, that's a totally valid view of it, but it's also, it's totally cool to have a label that suits you and that makes you feel good. It's totally cool to go either way on that. Just be who you are. Yeah. And if you find a label that makes you feel better about yourself, wear it with pride. Also, you don't have to like- Go hardcore. You don't always have to come out to everyone. Like you I don't hate having to give everyone- Talk. My, like the list. Um, oh, the list. You don't have to do so, that. But it's I just like, tell everyone I'm queer, and yeah, yeah. queer. Hundred percent of the people who I've not explicitly come out to just think I'm a lesbian. Everyone at work. Um, <laughs> that's because that's all they know. They're like, right? uh, uh, straight, I guess you're a gay, lesbian. Or there's bi. Yeah. Like, that's it. That's yeah. it. You've well, never talked about most men, people so. just seem to think they're straight and gay, and yeah. bi is like the addition. The addition. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Special edition. I, if, you I, if you pre-order your special game. We um, love the buys here. But yeah, no, so um 
Um, I, I think she should have been here to defend herself then. Um, I, for me, it's like a cat, you know, like if it, if it fits, you sits. What's that other one about the cat? It's like, um, um, but there's a difference. You can't put a cat in a box. Yeah. Like you can't put a cat in a box, but if you get in the box, the cat's quite happy to sit in it. Like labels are kind of like that. You can't yeah, totally. force a label onto someone, mm, but yeah. if someone goes, that's my label, then that's their label. Don't try and take them out of it. Yeah. Yes. Your face and off. you don't know if the cat is alive or not since it's oh. Schrodinger's cat. Oh my oh, God. Oh, wow. Okay. Here we go. I feel like people use like, labels just because it's easier for them to self-express self-express or feel yeah. comfortable with themselves yeah. and if they want to go through and explain it all to other people it's easier to help explain yeah. that to people I think mm. like I think I've, I've, I've talked about this before but when I talk to people outside of the queer community I always come mm. out as bisexual because at least then yeah. I have a cultural um understanding of of what I am and people will at least treat me like an actual person. Um mm. surprise that. Not surprise. Like they they like, yeah, not like a tumbler snowflake. Yeah. Um, they won't be like, oh, but what what is that? Mm. But like to you. <laughs> like, yeah. like, uh, I don't want to talk about I the personal intricacies. Oh, yeah. I hate any questions. Yeah. People just strangers come up to you. I hate it. If you come out. That's why I always just be like, I'm queer. Like I just I just make it known that I'm not straight. And yeah. then I think I'm a lesbian, but I'm like, at least you don't think I'm a hetero. Uh, yeah. all, I, all I, I need to do is give that. off the not straight vibes and that's you it. You do. Every, thank you. You totally do. do. I think thank all you. of us do. Um, you give off like dominatrix. <laughs> I am just yes. looking at the fashions around the table and I think that I will be hard pressed <laughs> yeah. for anyone to call one yes. of us definitively straight. Yeah, oh, I think we've, we've got coloured hair. We've got a gorgeous, gorgeous artsy show. <laughs> Uh, we've yeah. got butch. A, a butch. <laughs> TM. TM. Like, not saying that colored hair is necessarily always a queer thing. It's, it's always just, a queer thing. It's, it's regularly a queer thing. <laughs> okay. it's just, but also, like, it's just flannel regularly. Mm. And I'm here, like, are you a lesbian cold or are you just like, or are you a, a hipster? Like, are you a lesbian just, or are you a cowboy? You, you get a lot oh. of people in arts degrees where you're like, mm, you're queer. You just haven't realized it yet. Look like at your you fashion have, sense. You have colored hair, Doc Martens and a flannel shirt. Like, are you a hipster or are you a gay? I cannot tell. Or are you just a theater kid? <laughs> yeah. Or all of yeah. the above. Maybe just Let's be honest, all theater, quiz are just, all theater kids are just queer kids in waiting. Like, oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. Thank like, you. Thank you. Yeah, we know. Yeah. I mean, uh, hello. Well, in this but generation, at in least. In this generation, all, at least. Older generations get a pass. Like, mm, yeah. Mary, you keep saying, you know, strangers walk up to you. Where do you go to find strangers who walk up to you and ask you these questions? No, but like, if you, if you, if you, say that to someone like yeah. you like when i say strangers i mean like i've had people ask me in the queer room um oh, okay. i was like, like oh, it's, yeah. not just, Wait, walking it's down not street. just like i'm walking around handing out i'm asexual <laughs> ask me questions like, fucking well cups. you've got the ring on i have the ring i brought the ring oh. this time nice um, um but yeah no like when people who you haven't uh met before and they've never heard of asexuality or haven't come in contact with someone that they can ask they always ask you the weirdest fucking oh, questions it's, it's, same it, with romantics it's, it's especially funny. since like no one seems to know what romantic is outside of the a and yeah, occasionally like, white or queer they're like what do you mean you're aromantic i'm like what do you mean you're romantic and they're like oh and i'm like oh, i got you <laughs> oh, it's so much fun to what turn are, it back yeah on i think that's, oh, sure. that's one of the best things to do like when people are like oh yeah but hmm, what is romantic attraction I'm like yeah i don't know never felt you it. tell me you tell me <laughs> like it's, it's funny because like i came out to my mom last february um, and you know, I just started with the, I like girls, you know, just to breach it. And she was fine with it. But then 
when like five minutes later I'm like, um, so asexual, you know. And mum was just like, she did the whole, but how can you like girls and be asexual? I'm like, mother, please. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I got some links this, for you. <laughs> to this day I'm convinced she thinks I'm just a gay plant because she's only heard of asexual in terms of plants, plants and stuff, even though yeah. that thing changed or something when asexual was I yeah, think I you think were talking I, about that in Marins or something like that. Yeah, I think I have covered it before, but yeah. um, asexual <laughs> as uh, asexual <laughs> reproduction is actually now referred to as agametous re- uh, reproduction uh, because of the gametes. Um, so there you go. Um, just the to, A is full of plants and robots. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and aliens. Mm. Um, yeah. Um, just <laughs> calm down, Beck. We're calm like, down. yes. I think we should be telling Talia to come. Yeah. Down. <laughs> hey, wow. Can you not call me out for my monster fucking ways? Um, so we're keeping that on the fuck. <laughs> no, we're not. We're cutting out the monster fucking. We're cutting out the monster fucking, Zane. <laughs> See, all that comes to mind is a tiger I will fight. make a you a shirt. Um, certified monster Paul, fucker. No, quite genuinely, if you make me a shirt that says certified monster fucker, I will wear it everywhere. <laughs> it already exists on Redbubble for sure. Oh, like, God. I'm so getting you one. I'm getting one. I'm getting you one in my, my size. My birthday's coming Happy up. Happy 21st. I'll get you one in my size as well. <laughs> and I can wear it as a dress. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yes. Um, okay. So just Go to, clubbing in it. They steal so much of my wardrobe, even though I'm full fucking fucking size bigger than that. So much of your wardrobe. It's so funny. I just wear Marin's stuff with a belt. <laughs> They're just like, I'm wearing this as a dress. We're going out clubbing. <laughs> AKA the hoodie. Yes. The hoodie. That oh, one. Hoodie. I need to do that again. Okay, back on topic. Hoodie Sorry. It's colder. We have a topic. Yes. Um, just to round everything up, um, I think a lot of, uh, this is another thing I want to bring up. A lot of the Arrow community is, I'm sorry, I touched the mic there. A lot of the Arrow community <laughs> is on Tumblr. Um, which I think is just a symptom of a lot of the ace community being from Tumblr and Mm. having like moved itself over from Avon. Um, but there are, um, like from the Tumblr, you can move off the Tumblr. Um, you can go from the Tumblr. You you can move off the Tumblr. (laughs) Tumblr is killing itself slowly. Yeah. I think, I think like if you can find the master posts on Tumblr and then move yourself away as much as possible Mm. from them, do that. Don't read the notes. Don't Don't read the notes. notes. Uh, do not, do not go through the discourse tag. Don't engage. Do not, do not engage. engage Um, Do not pass go. Do, do not collect 200. Um, do I think not go to jail. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're looking specifically for Arrow resources, a lot of ACE uh, blogs will have like smaller side blogs or they'll have at least a tag for Arrow. Or links. Or links for Arrow resources because they are so intertwined. And while um, Arrow stuff is kind of branching out, um, it's still working its way there. Um I did want to uh, mention quite specifically um, that there is, um, much like there is an Avon, there is an Arrow-specific website called Arrowpocalypse um, Mm. that does have a lot of good resources um, that I can verify. No, not verify. Vouch for. Um, so if you're looking for further information on that, um, that's definitely the place you should go. Um, also, I wanted to point out that the 
uh, Arrow Spectrum Awareness Week is February 17th to 23rd. Oh, that's soon. Yeah, it's quite Woot. soon. Oh, Exciting. it's almost like we planned this. Wow. <laughs> wow. Crazy. Um, I'm going to need so, to have to start drawing some stuff. Yeah, and they're currently doing call-outs. A lot of um, the Arrow blogs are currently doing call-outs for carnivals. For anyone who isn't in the blogging sphere, a carnival is – essentially where um, they go write whatever you want about this particular thing and then they gather them all together and they um, share them. Um, So it's a way to kind of promote your own stuff, I guess, Um, but it's also a way of um, centering your writing around particular topics. Um, So if you want to go looking for those, I'm sure there'll be very interesting topics that come up. So, yeah. Yeah. if you are looking for other things, I'm doing a lot of talking, but we want no, to get no, all of these resources out in one go. Um, again, I don't recommend finishing here, but definitely starting here um, is very good. Um, looking at um, a lot of, unfortunately, Tumblr blogs. Um, be careful. Be careful. Mm. Please do not live in the Arrow Tumblr community because you will get sucked into discourse and it's not worth it. Um you find a lot of turfs. Mm. That's yeah. not fun. Yeah. I love how that was just a collective. Uh. <laughs> um, turfs and swerfs. Yeah. Lots of swerfs actually as well. Yeah. Um, what we're going to do is uh, post the links in the bio to this episode. Um, so if anyone wants to check out uh, those particular blogs and threads, they're more than welcome to. Um, we're also more than welcome to cover uh, we are, nope, let me try that again. Um, we're also more than happy um, to help direct people to any additional resources should they need it. Um, and once the carnival's up, we will probably end up posting a link to the carnival as well. We're going to have to uh, wrap up because we have come to the half hour mark of our wonderful, wonderful episode um, discussing romance and how to define uh, romantic orientations here. Um, But we will see you in the next episode where we will be talking about- uh, Media saturation. Yes, Anita's quite excited for it. Uh, We're going to give you a film list um, of movies that you can watch if you are aromantic or just not feeling the romance uh, this particular Valentine's Day. Uh, We love you. Stay safe. Drink water. Remember to wash your work uniform. You are valid. You are so valid. Don't forget your laundry. We love all of you. If you have pets, feed them. Please. Please. (laughs) They're so hungry. (laughs) Uh, And we hope to see you next week. Bye. Hello. Bork, hi. You know what you need to be doing? You need to be listening to the Floof and Papa podcast. I'm Mel. I'm Taylor. And we're going to talk about all things dogs. Dog stories. Dog breeds. Dog tips and tricks. Dog puns. Dog jokes. Dog everything. Out if you're not listening. Uh, hit us up at the Floof and Papa podcast wherever you get your podcast. Tune in. Uh, that's not kind of productions podcast. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. 
Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 